Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today, we are joined by a special guest, Mr. Corey Richardson, and we're going to talk about getting physically fit. Hey. Welcome, welcome, Mr. Corey, or as the kids say, (laughs) Uncle Corey. He's everybody's uncle. You already know. Either uncle or papa. Uncle or papa. <laughs> I like it. So before we get all the way into this, A Slate is going to hit us with our mindfulness minute. Our mindful minute, mindfulness minute today is physical challenge. <laughs> it says, I recognize that my physical well-being is an intrinsic part of having mental health. I live into greater activity, pushing myself in new directions and making myself strong. Physical exercise is not really optional for those of us who want to be lead productive and meaningful lives. To be sure we can have a few sedentary years, they will catch up to us sooner or later, so we better go ahead and take charge of the situation now. At least once a year, we should all stretch our capabilities by doing something we did not believe we could do like climbing a mountain (laughs) or learning a new sport. (laughs) Any physical limitations need not be obstacles. We can work around them to improve our quality of life. Do you have in mind right now something that you believe you physically can't do? Take a long, hard look at that belief. Is it centered in self-created illusion or is it rooted in reality? Can you, with minor modifications, make a more active life for yourself? Can you step up your game just a little? Is there some crazy goal you could pursue to make life more enjoyable? Inquire and then do. Physical challenge is our mindfulness minute. <laughs> I like that. So I physically challenged myself in a variety of ways during this quarantine. You know, my favorite meal is chicken and macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. I know, right? But I've been working on having it in modification, you know, in moderation. I tried some uh, vegan mac and cheese. It's not quite the same, but it's all right. You know, I'm trying to sneak in some exercise here and there. So, Mr. Corey, help me out. Hey, I got to tell everybody, it's all about what you want. You know, I had a couple clients ask me the other day, I'm losing motivation. I can't get motivated. And I said, well, I can show you different things, and all kinds of things, but mo- ultimate motivation comes from what you look at every day and what you would decide to change. Because if it's not starting here, it ain't going to happen here, plain and simple. You know, you can want to do something, but if your mind's not set, it's not going to happen because you're not, your mind is all over the place. It's got to be set on one specific goal. You know, you got to look at a goal every day. You got to write that goal down every day and you got to set your mind to go achieve that goal. If you don't want to go achieve it, you won't. You can look at it. You can want it. But if it's not set to achieve, it's just going to sit there until you truly ready. And that's where change actually starts in your mind. So tell us, how did you get started? How did you set your mind to this goal that I'm going to be this fitness guy? I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to help other people get in shape. What started it for you? Well, since y'all know me, I can get straight up open. <laughs> it started with the divorce. When I was when I went through my divorce, you know, 
it set something up in me because I've always ran track. I was always a little fit, but, you know, tried to stay as healthy as possible. But going through my divorce and then sitting in my brother's bedroom for three and a half months being totally depressed, it was like, okay, either you're going to sit here and die or you're going to get up and you're going to do something else. And when I decided to get up and do something else, my brother had some weights in his basement, so I just started lifting weights. And it went from there. Then I went to college, ride my bike to college, and I was like, hey, I'm starting to see some abs. Maybe I should do something. <laughs> I kept doing that. And then when my grandmother, when she had her stroke, and she had been on me about cutting my locks, and I said, okay, if I'm going to cut my locks, I'm going to cut them all the way off, be bald, and I can't be skinny and bald, so I might as well go ahead and put on a little weight, but not fat, put on some muscle. And that's what I did. And after that, you know, I remembered, hey, you coach people in track. So you can coach people to help them change themselves for the better. Whether they want to be skinny, whether they want to just tone up, where they want to be so-called thick. And I say so-called because everybody that say they thick is, you know what I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I tell you this, most of my clients are, are bigger ladies. And I tell them all the time, if you got a if you got a set goal, buy that dress or buy that outfit, hang it up, and then every day try it on. And until it fits, you're not at your goal yet. Don't worry about the scale. Don't worry about looking in the mirror. All you do is get up every day. You plan your nutrition plan out for that day, and then you go make it happen. We are sitting in one spirit right now. I'm telling you, when I first started working out, I realized it was seven or eight years ago. It was because of a breakup. And I went and started working out and I went super, super hard. Um, and I also have two dresses hanging on my shower bar right now that I want to wear since having the baby. And I can't get them yet. So I, I, I can dig that. But like I worked out really hard when I first started. And then I kind of slowed off to where I didn't do anything. And I just started getting really back into it. Um, how do you avoid burnout? Taking a break. To be truthful, take a break. Because if you think about something, if you do something every single day, just like your body, if you put something in your body every single day, your body's going to get numb to it. So it's not going to work. So if you're not taking that break, if it ain't but once a week or maybe take a week off, you know, some people take a couple months off. Hey, if you're not doing that, then you're going to burn yourself out. And it's going to be like, okay, well, I don't want to do nothing. No more. You know, mm -hmm. ever since this little COVID thing, I, yeah, I don't, I work out every day. I don't work out like I used to, but I still get up in the morning. I do my little 30 minute workouts. I record some videos and I send them out to clients and I post mm -hmm. them on Facebook. No, I'm not doing the same thing I used to do, being in the gym all day, every day, but I'm still doing something. And that's yeah. to, keep, to keep the body moving. And you was right. When you when you hit your lowest point, that's when you that's when you really see it's time for a change, you know. Yeah. And for me, like I said, the breakup was my lowest point. Mm -hmm. It was self inflicted things that happened in there, but <laughs> but that's the thing. You never yeah. know how low you are until you low low. And when mm -hmm. you low low, mm -hmm. it's like okay, I can't go nowhere else but up. And when it's time to go up, it's time to go up. <laughs> Only you know when that's time is though. Right. Right. 
So, you know, it, it is, as I'm listening to both of you, you know, talk about, you know, breakups and, and divorces as, as a catalyst for jumpstarting your fitness, you know, program. There is like a joke that says a divorce is the ultimate weight loss plan. And I'm always <laughs> like, that is so true because it is, it's the ending of one thing, but it is the beginning of a new chapter, you know, in right. your life. And it's a perfect, um, it's like the, a perfect starting point, you know, cause you got to do something. Like you said, you sat in that room for three months and, and you wallowed and you went through, well, I should have, could have, would have, she should have, could have, would have. And then you decided, okay, enough is enough. Let me, you know, get back to who I really am, who I truly am. And, and I just have to say, you know, for both of you, that is remarkable and commendable to be able to do that because you see so often so many people lose themselves you know being wrapped up in a relationship or being wrapped up with somebody else and then when it ends they have nowhere to go because they put everything you know into that so there ain't no you know there's nowhere to move from that so that that's just amazing so i have a question you know i work with with teenagers with children how do you get children involved with being physically fit how do you spark their interest when they really don't care how do you get you know our youth to be and see that and that's that's a funny thing because right now i'm involved in a young men's mentoring camp and the one thing that all of them they during the time they hate it but when it's time to work out they're so excited you know and it's because you gotta make it fun for them you know it can't just be okay you get over there and do 20 push-ups because that right there is more like a punishment. Mm -hmm. But if you make it into a game, like I set them up with races. Okay, we're going to do suicides. So you get to this line, you do 10 push-ups, you come back, touch this line, go down to the next line, do 10 burpees, come back, touch this line, go down to the end, do 10 more push-ups. They set it up to a race. Okay, I can beat you, I can beat you. Not knowing that they're getting all the exercise in the world they need. And they love it, you know. Now, it's time where, yeah, you're not listening. Okay, well, y'all go do 10 burpees over in the corner. Oh. Hey, I hate burpees. Okay, oh. but she was loving it when we was racing. So, you know, go do it. But ultimately, with them, it's like I said, it's more like making it fun because as, as children up until a certain age, they have goals, but they don't really have goals. They know what their parents want them to do. They know what they think they want to do. But until they really enter life, they don't know. You know, I had a couple of young girls, uh, they go to Jefferson. Actually, they just graduated. Uh, one was, one was, I want to say, 15. The other one was 13 when they started. And their thing was, they were heavyset. And their thing was like, well, all the boys want the girls that look like this and look like that. I said, okay, I understand that. But think about this. If you look the best that you can look and you feel good at how you look, don't worry about what they want because the right little boy is going to come along. And bam, when they graduated, they called me, you know, tell me that they graduated. And I was like, okay, good. And I said, yeah, my little boyfriend is. I said, what happened to the boyfriend that you said you weren't going to get? Oh, well, now you got to say, yeah, right. You got, your, you got your little body right. You know what I mean? You ain't, you ain't doing all the extra stuff, but and they like yeah, and now they going they off to college, and I'm like hey, see, good thing, and that's my whole, you know, I don't care who I train, if it's an older person or if it's a younger person, my whole my whole goal is to get into their mindset, 
not just their body. Because anybody can change their body. But if you can change their mind, you can change their life. That's one of my favorite scriptures is be transformed by the renewing of your mind. <laughs> That's yeah. something I like. I like. But I, I heard you saying like you had them doing burpees. Yeah. I hate burpees personally. <laughs> I hate burpees. I'm not Everybody a does. At, Everybody uh, does, except for me. <laughs> and then I've had my own issues. Um, and I know we all have probably sometimes with listening to the what's going on outside, which which causes problems. How do you um how do you deal with adversities and things that come your way? Adversity should be your catalyst to, to moving forward. Uh, you know, everybody has problems, everybody has issues, everybody has life happening to them. My thing is if I got goals, you know, like every day I got a journal. And I write down my daily goals, my monthly goals, my yearly goals, my five-year plan, my 15-year plan, 20-year plan. Nothing's going to take me off those goals, regardless. I don't care what's going on in my life. It might set me back a couple steps, but it's not going to stop me from achieving. So if I got to go around an obstacle, go over an obstacle, go under an obstacle, I'm going to figure out a way to do it. You know, every morning I send all my clients daily motivationals i tell them good morning and it's a motivational video you know and the videos are something that i got i got my youtube set up to where it's sending me random videos because i figured that the spirit is going to give me whatever i need for that day and if it's given to me somebody else needs to hear it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. i like it i like it i like it Horse lady bounce. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was just, I'm just like listening. This is, it's, it's amazing. So you, um, you are an, an Herbalife distributor. Mm. Why Herbalife as opposed to the other companies that are out there? Like what makes Herbalife the one that we should, we should choose and we should be using? Well, go again. So y'all know me. I, I can be 100 with y'all. <laughs> Coming from a vegan, well, coming from being in the military, stopped eating pork, then getting out of jail, becoming a vegan, then two years later, becoming a vegetarian, and then starting back eating chicken and fish, I wanted to find something that was simple, you know, that could I could add to my nutrition that's going to help me achieve my goals. And it took me, like, when that, the dude that signed me up in Herbalife, when I met him, it took me six months to do research. Because that's the vegan mindset. I got to find out what's in here. I got to find out, make sure it doesn't have these certain dyes in them, these certain products that actually eat pork, but they don't tell you it's pork, you know, different things like that. So I've done extensive research. And between that and all the other companies, this was the only one that I found that was truly authentic to about helping people. You know, they have their own, they, have, they run their own farm. You know, yes, it has soy in it, but it had, doesn't have soy isolate. And the soy isolate is what we don't need, especially men, you know, in our bodies. Yes, soy protein is good, but not the soy isolate, because the soy isolate is what gives the estrogen in men. Uh, that's the difference. A lot of people think, oh, soy bad. No, all soy is not bad. Mm -hmm. it's, what's, it's what's taken out of the soy that makes the soy bad. You know, um, so after doing research, you know, I was like, okay, I got with my sponsor. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to try it. So me, I always say, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it 100 all the way in. So I signed up as a distributor, and then I started the product. 
I didn't even get my first two clients until after like six weeks of bringing on the products because after six weeks, I was like, hold on, I done gained six pounds, but I haven't got fat. Okay. Okay, good. Now, and I feel good. I got a lot more energy than I used to. I'm not, I'm not feeling sluggish. I don't want to lay around all day. I actually want to get up and stay moving. Okay, wow. good. Now, let me figure out what's going on with the rest of the products. Because, you know, with Herbalife, it's not just lose weight, gain weight. They got skin care. They got ocular care. They got heart health. They got digestive health, everything. My wow. son, my oldest son had Crohn's disease. Well, he was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I don't claim none of that stuff. Because, I mean, doctors do what they do. They put, they tell you you got something and put you on some medicine. Uh -huh. He was at Thomas More University playing football. You know, they had to pull him off the football field because he was throwing up and keeping them down. Took him to the hospital. You got Crohn's disease, Mr. Richardson. And he called me upset and all this stuff. I said, okay, well, don't worry about it. We're going to figure it out. So I got him some of our Herbalife aloe concentrate, which if a lot of people don't know what aloe does for your body as far as digestive system. Inside your stomach, in, inside your intestines, you have little hairs, which is called villi. And yes, we might go to the bathroom every day, but we're not cleaning the inside of our intestines or our stomach. You know, we're not doing an oil change in our body, plain and simple. So the Herbalife aloe strips the hair. You know, and if you, if you know anything about hair, if your hair is gunky, you know, it, nothing can really get through. You might get some stuff through, but it's still going to catch everything else. Well, once the V-lines are clear, everything flows like water. Flows good. You know, a lot of people think, oh, well, it's going to make me go to the bathroom. Yeah, you're supposed to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Three minutes after you eat food, you should be going to the bathroom. Because when you put something in, you got to take something out. And if it's not coming out, it's going to sit here. And that's what causes a lot of people, you know, what we, what we say, obese or whatever. Yeah, bloated. If you, it's just sitting there. That's why. I guarantee you, if you detox for a whole two weeks, it'll come out. You will lose about 10, 15 pounds quick. But a lot of people don't see that. You know, a lot of people, well, I can just do green smoothies and stuff like that. Okay, true, you can. But knowing what we know about nutrition nowadays as far as vegetables and stuff like that, everything's a hybrid. So you're not really getting all the vitamins and minerals you now you need out of it. So, okay, now you're going to be uh, malnourished because you're not getting everything you need. So where are you getting them vitamins and stuff from? Oh, I'll just go eat some more fruit and some of this. You're still not getting everything you need because then again, yeah. everything's a hybrid. So unfortunately, we have to do different uh, supplements and stuff, make sure that we get all our vitamins and minerals. I got people tell me all the time, I'd rather drink purified water than spring water. Okay. So yeah, tell me where you're gonna get the other the vitamins out of this the vitamins and minerals that's supposed to be in the water that's not. What well, figure that out. Yeah. But then you go buy the one a day vitamins from the store that really don't digest in your system. They come right back out. Right. <laughs> it's like now what you're gonna do because you're still not getting everything you need. Well, mm -hmm. why are you saying herbal life is better? I'm just telling you experience. I'm not mm -hmm. going to tell you it's better than this. I'm not going to tell you it's better than that. I'm going to tell you what it does for me, what it does for everybody that I know, that I work with, or that I train. That's all I can do. You know, tell you the research I've done on it, and then I'll leave it up to you. It's on you to figure out what you really want to do with yourself. How healthy do you want to be, and what kind of steps you want to take to get to that level.
Yeah, like I just like was right before the call. I was on the um, having a chat with a lady on in, in Messenger, and she inboxed me. She was like, "Well, Herbalife is expensive." I said, "It's not too expensive because I see you every day. You at the club, you drinking, or you at the <laughs> store, you buying these jeans and you buying these shoes. You want to buy the new iPhone? I love iPhones too, but I'd rather take care of myself first, right. and then worry about all the other stuff." So don't say it's expensive. Just say, I don't feel like spending that money on this. It's all about how you work. You're making me... You're making me think of, about Herbalife a little different. I was like, nah, ain't nothing going to work except exercise and eating right. That's <laughs> it. We don't need it. Right? <laughs> but, but you're right. You're right. It's, it's nothing but exercise and nutrition. But what is Herbalife? Simple nutrition. Thank nutrition you. made so you simple. Yeah, and it just you just made it simple for me. So thank you for doing the research. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, and I can trust I can trust your experience and wisdom. See, see, I can trust that. I can hey, trust that. Everybody knows when I first started Herbalife, I was after going through my depression and losing weight, I've, I've never been no more than 150 pounds. When I graduated high school in 1988, I was 110 pounds. When I got out of the military like in 94. <laughs> I was 145 pounds. Mm -hmm. I've never been no more than 150 pounds. Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm 200 pounds, but I'm 200 pounds with only no no more than 12% body fat. And I say no what? more because sometimes I, I like to dibble and dabble, like over the past two months. Yeah, I've been working out, but I still like to have my little cakes and stuff like that. So yes. I figured out how to make donuts out of Herbalife products. Can you make chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I just got a, for, uh, got a recipe for peace cobbler. Ooh, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested. Hey, when I first said it, I was like, oh, peace cobbler, that's my favorite. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. With, with nutrition, especially with Herbalife, and the shakes and stuff like that, you can almost do anything with it. Mm -hmm. You know? I got a client, she makes waffles and pancakes, and they are the bomb. Wow. And I'm wow. like, and I sat there and I did all the, the math on it, and I'm like, hold on. So you can have two to three waffles or like six pancakes, and you, oh, still, yeah. get, you still have less calories in that one meal than you would have in an entire, what, half a meal? I am excited. For regular breakfast? Come on, man. <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> me I'm too. Because <laughs> pancakes, pancakes matter to me sometimes. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, but sometimes they matter. <laughs> but speaking of wisdom and things that matter, um, I'm going to ask, I have another question for you. How does it feel for you or, or where do you stand? I'll say, where do you stand? Um, because consider we all have the same thing going on as Black mm -hmm. people. But we yeah. stand on different sides. Where do you stand as a black man today with, with, with what's going on? It's, it's like this. Like, I'll, ask you, I'll ask you a different way, though. I'll ask you, like, do you have a simple solution? Is there a, do you believe there's a simple solution? I say this. I know the long-term long solution, what needs to happen in order for everything to happen. And that's total separation from... I, I can't say the rest of the world, but we need to be separated so we can come together. That way we can sit up there and then 
dictate to the world, this is what we need. Because until we get together and truly come together, we can't tell the world we need nothing. Because they're going to sit there and look at it. Y'all doing this every day and y'all doing this. Hey, come on now. If we, and I hate to, I hate to sound like we killing ourselves every day, but it can't go no more than that. You know, we, didn't, we already know that the system's set up to take the black man out the house. We already know the system's set up to incarcerate the black man. We already know the system's set up to make it harder on the black women to do anything except for to let them get welfare. So we can't sit up there and say, okay, we're going to have to go inside the system and do this until we get together and truly figure out in, within us what we're going to do together to get us together and then say, okay, this is what we need. I agree. And I think it's great self-care for us to get together just at least just for a little while and mind our own business. That's some good self. That's a good self-care point. Mind your own business. My daddy used to say, mind yours. We need to mind our business for a minute, which is each other. Lady Bounce, where you at over there? (laughs) Hey, I'm just, I'm listening to the two of y'all and I'm just like, this, this is like, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. This is like totally, you know, incredible. So as we're as we're wrapping up this session, which I mean, we definitely have to do a part two because our time sure. is winding down. And you have been incredible in the amount of information, and and I just want to know more. Mm-hmm. So, uh, real quick before we get to our self care assignment, where can people find you to to learn more, to to be a client, to get your morning videos? Where do we find you at? Facebook, Corey Richardson, or Facebook. Phase Fitness, which is P-H-A-I-Z-E, or Instagram, Phase Fitness. You know, I have a, I actually have an app I haven't put out yet because I'm trying to do some tweaks on it, but I'm working on that. And shoot, all I got to say is you can ask around Dayton. And <laughs> everybody, pretty much everybody know, oh, that's the bald head dude that always wearing Herbalife. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. He always at the gym. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, sure. And I, I'll say this. I want to do a quick plug for my cousin. For anybody who's looking to have your young men be around positive men, check out Anthony Parker and Extraordinary Men's Mentoring Group. He's doing some wonderful awesome. things, and I'm so blessed to be a part of it. Awesome. I like it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So our self-care, thank you so much, Corey. And I've been peeking at the videos too to give myself a boost. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> so today's self-care assignment, or we can use it this week, is take a morning walk. Start your day off right with a brisk 30-minute walk early in the morning before everyone is awake and the sun is just starting to rise. That's the best time. That's the time that I've started waking up. I mean, working out when I wake up. Many people find it to be the most spiritual part of the day. Again, I agree. (laughs) Take this time to meditate and prepare for the day ahead. It's a great way to allow your mind to relax. And not only will you feel refreshed and centered, but you will also find that you have more energy throughout the day. Listen to some soothing music, or if you wanna get your blood flowing, bring some dance or some techno, or go on to uh, SoundCloud and look for some picket fits and some <laughs> trunk bound regimen <laughs> if you want to get your groove going. Or you might find some Ace Slate on YouTube. How about it? 
it has also been shown <laughs> that if you have a difficult time exercising consistently, doing so in the morning will make it easier to develop a routine. Make sure to eat a healthy breakfast when you return from your walk because you don't want to blow all that good working out. That is our self-care assignment for the week. Take a walk in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> now we're going yeah. to move on over to my sister because we have to get our digga, 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 boop, our brain science. <laughs> all right, so our brain science. We've all been there before. A tough day at work with the kids or in school. We're exhausted, both mentally and physically, but we still manage to push ourselves to go to the gym. Why do we do it? Because we know how much better we'll feel after an evening indoor cycling class, an hour of kickboxing, or a challenging weight workout. We leave feeling refreshed, rejuvenated, invigorated, and truly transformed. So clearly, there's a relationship between, expert, between exercise and the brain. But what is this, this connection that we talk about? What creates such a dramatic improvement in our mood and mental health when we work out? Simply put, it's the change in brain biochemistry that takes place when you lace up. The human brain is made up of cells called neurons, a hundred billion of them to be exact, that transmit chemical signals between each other and allow you to interpret the world both inside and outside. These chemical signals called neurotransmitters are responsible for how you feel, how you think, and how you behave. So with them being approximately 100 neurotransmitters working in your brain to carry out a variety of functions, but there are two types in particular, endorphins and serotonin, and they are responsible for why you feel so good when you exercise. Mm. Exercise is always a great stress reliever. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yes. So you can exercise with us. You can follow us on our fitness journeys um, mm -hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you get your favorite podcast. You can also find Corey, like he said, on Facebook, Phase Fitness, that's P-H-I-Z-E Fitness, yeah. or like he, in his words, the bald-headed dude that's physically fit <laughs> running around the city. <laughs> and as always, please continue to fly with us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Anchor. I'm Lady Bounce. Oh, Anchor? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I get that one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I am Ace Slate. <laughs> Mr. Richardson, we thank you for joining us thank today. And I we love out. it. We out of here. Bless. <laughs>